The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the old Pick 6 Podcast, Monday Mailbag Edition. You know what today is, John Breach? Happy birthday to you. No, I don't know. What is today? It's my birthday. What? No. I was just randomly humming that song uh, earlier today, and I I started singing it. Is it Uh, your birthday? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Not for real, real. Just for play, play. But it is for real, real. 36? Well, Breach, I mean, Brent has been telling everyone I'm 54, so somewhere we'll between 36 and 54. Let's go with that. Brenton, uh, as you know, I say every time I host this podcast, and hopefully you do the same, is um, <laughs> I almost said is no longer with us. He is still on vacation. <laughs> hopefully he is still with us, uh, although somewhere else in the world and on this podcast. But again, that is nothing new if you've listened to this podcast for any time over the summer. I'm sure he has, in his mind, earned this vacation. It's his birthday as well the day before, so... Happy 85th birthday to Brinson and his hair plugs. Um, how, how upset do you think Brinson is his birthday is on a Sunday this year, the 26th, yesterday, uh, and that he does not get to talk about it for a full hour on the podcast? Oh, I thought you meant because he had to share it with, with it being the Lord's Day. and he, That too. <laughs> he's, inc- he's incredibly selfish. You do have like uh, a double birthday this year because by the time people listen to this podcast, not only is it Wilson's birthday, you're going to be in Italy. Well, do don't jinx it because you back from Italy, <laughs> Lord, please, baby Jesus, let these flights take off. Cause, uh, like I, I've been so out of the loop in terms of travel. Cause I haven't had to travel for work that I didn't know all these flights were getting canceled left and right. Um, my, uh, son's buddy, my son's buddy's dad, at, we were soccer and soccer game today. He mentioned, yeah, someone went to, so-and-so went to Boston and they got stuck there. I was like, why? He goes, Oh, the flights weren't, weren't running. I said, why not? And, uh, weather pilot shortages, possible um strikes and whatnot i was like ah here we go and as you know uh i am many things at the top of the list is undiagnosed ocd so then i immediately went into a meltdown mode so (laughs) i have contingency plans to get to uh alternate airports we'll see what happens so hopefully i am as you listen to this podcast what this means is follow wilson on twitter and if he doesn't make it to italy you will see the meltdown happen live on twitter yeah maybe Please promise right. to meltdown on Twitter if you don't make it. All right, this is a mailbag. So, what does that mean for you, Breach? Mailbag. And now I'm trying to I'm trying to start with the Would You Rather. Let's see. I'm trying to find. Oh, the Would You Rather there. It's it's in the podcast. Debo has the question. Oh, there's another one from. All right, let's start there. And then I'll cut circle back on on my personal one. At uh, Dirty Hippie Chris, if you want to follow him on Twitter, asks, Would you rather live the rest of your life with Brinson's hair or Brinson's voice? And I'll just say, you can answer first, but I'll just say, like, Brinson doesn't have a terrible voice. It's just the words that come out of his mouth that are incredibly annoying. Um, he has, like, a good radio voice, face for radio. We can agree on that. But his hair, as a ball person, like, I don't love my voice, but I think people will get past my voice if, if I had the, the the fake hair that he has and was not ashamed to to let it, to not wear a hat. 
So you answer, then I'll, I'll give you my definitive answer. Well, I think my answer here is that, look, as much as we rag on Brinson's hair, it seems like it's actually <laughs> holding up pretty well for his age. We don't have any definitive proof that he wears the hair plugs that we claim he does, even though we will claim he does for the rest of time. Uh, so if I had to pick one, I think I would go with the hair. And the other part of that is that, like, if I had Brinson's voice, does that mean he has my voice? Or does he still have his oh. voice? I would because love to hear him with your voice and be well, the same. Exactly. Because if he has my voice, that's hilarious. But also, if he still has <laughs> his voice, then every podcast for the rest of the time is going to be confusing because you're just here two Brinsons talking. You're not know which Brinson is talking. So here's the thing I'm, I'm it, going with the hair. It won't be any less confusing if we all sound like Brinson than it currently sounds with just Brinson <laughs> and we can differentiate between us. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the hair too. You know, uh, we don't, again, no confirmation whether it's real hair or not, whether he, he dyes it or not, but he doesn't have any gray hair. So he's got a lot of things going for him hair wise. Uh, Debo, hair voice for uh, Benson. I'll take some issue with what you first said, and I'd argue that Brinson actually has a terrible voice. I, <laughs> I, I dislike it very much. We're approaching Do you dislike the words day. that the voice makes or the voice itself? The voice itself and oftentimes <laughs> the words. Um, so it's a hair is a no brainer for me. All right. Thank you. Dirty hippie, Chris. I love that. And Debo, thank you for, for weighing in because I didn't see that coming. All right. From Steve Cribben. On Facebook, why does no one try and trade for Jordan Love to get away from the Packers now that Aaron Rodgers will be hanging around? Um, my initial hunch breach is that teams that liked Jordan Love in the draft probably didn't like him in the first round because no one drafted him except for the Packers. And then after seeing some, a handful of preseason snaps and then seeing him play in that Chiefs game, I think he played at the end of the year as well. Like you're doing a lot of projecting at this point to try to figure out whether Jordan Love is going to be worth a second or third round pick, and you might not be interested in giving up giving that up, even if you're a team, for example, like the Panthers. Um, Sam Darnold, you know what you have, Matt Corral, you, you'd roll the dice on him and you see as a third rounder, or even the, the Seahawks. I think you'd rather have Drew Locke and or Geno Smith over Jordan Love for say a third round pick, or would you rather have Jordan Love? Yeah, I think this is an interesting question. You need to look at it from both angles. Because if you're the Packers, it really doesn't make much sense to trade away Jordan Love because you've got him under contract for the next two years at very cheap prices for a backup quarterback. You think he, his salary is $1.74 million uh, this season. It is $2.3 million next season. That is a low price for a backup quarterback who could eventually be your starter. So I feel like the only way the Packers would trade him as if someone came in and blew them away with an offer. And that's where we get to your point is why would a team blow away the Packers with an offer? Are you going to give up a first round pick for Jordan Love? Who's completely unproven. Uh, I don't think that makes a lot of sense, but I think that's what you would have to do to kind of pry him away uh, from green Bay. And then it's like, if you're willing to give up a first round pick, uh, why would you do that when you could probably get Baker Mayfield for a sixth round pick? So right. it just doesn't seem like this is the year that a team is going to be calling Green Bay about Jordan Love. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a quarterback who was on the bench that you would trade for who didn't play right away. All these quarterbacks place usually play right away. So there's rarely the case of that happening. Um, Anything come to mind? I can't even think of anyone who's, who's set for the entire year. I mean, Justin Fields set for a few games. I don't know if Josh Allen started from day one. Patrick Mahomes set for a year, but, I mean, clearly they knew what the plan was with him and Alex Smith. Andy Reid did. That's why they sent Alex Smith over to Washington. Well, um, I mean, it, it's it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's it. So that is... back, Aaron Rodgers and Philip Rivers. And you have to go back to 2004, 2005. But Aaron Rodgers sat for multiple years where – So did Philip. 
Right, right. But they had, yeah, I guess it's similar because it's Drew Brees. Yeah. Um, I think Phillips had for two, and I think Aaron's had for three, five, six, seven. I think so, yeah. Yeah, Aaron definitely sat for three and then came on and tore it up. And Rivers kind of, you know, Brees dealt with that shoulder injury, and the Chargers was like, okay, we're moving on. Um, whereas Favre, it was the waffling with the retirement. Yeah. And so here, it's just... It's a unique situation that we don't see very often. We just said we haven't seen it in 17 years. Here's so. one. Maybe maybe RG3 and Kirk Cousins. Maybe if a team had traded for Kirk Cousins after year one. Although I think – I don't think Kirk played in year one unless RG3 got hurt for a game or two because that was his fantastic season for RG3. And then after that, things uh, – the time started to be split. But he only had one season to get in on Kirk Cousins, and he was a fourth-round pick. And if he didn't like him coming out of Michigan State, there's no reason to think you're going to love them, watch them hold a clipboard on the sideline. But, yeah, it's hard to find these guys just because it, it's so rare that it happens. Um, Yeah, but Steve Cribben. And, and, yeah, you mentioned the Panthers, but if you look at any team that needs a quarterback, I just can't see them giving up. I can't see the Seahawks giving up a lot of compensation for someone like Jordan Love or the Panthers because uh, you don't even know that he's a step up from what you have. I mean, you're hoping he is, but you don't know for a fact. Right. I'd rather have Baker Mayfield. Um, all right, Steve Kribben, thank you for that question. Dave Benton. He's from Yorkshire, England. Yorkshire? Brinson. He makes that clear to Brinson. A question from York from Yorkshire follower of your cool pod. Why is a quarterback who has generally been surrounded by good to very good supporting players and has had a one to three, uh, a one in three playoff record regarded as if not top tier, then the rank below that? Has he faced Brady, Mahomes, Rogers when he got there? So what do you think Dave Benton is asking here? Uh, so I think he's asking why is a quarterback with a one and three playoff record regarded uh, near the top tier uh, when they clearly can't win in the playoffs? Is, do is do what, we know who's he's not talking about Andy Dalton? Who's he talking about now? And the thing is, he does not specify who he's talking about. So it leaves it wide open. Who does it sound like he's talking? I'm going to tell you Aaron Rodgers. Who came to my mind first? Aaron Rodgers is a super win, man. He's got better than a one and three playoff record. Like recently, he hasn't been great, though, right? But he he does not have a one. I mean, the only clue we have from this question is that it is a quarterback with a one and three playoff record. All right, give so me I, some names. And I'll guess. There are two names, and one of them was the first one that came to my mind. Uh, do you want me to just tell you who both of them are? Do you want the first name that came to your mind was a Kirby Cousins? No, not Jimmy G because he went to the Super Bowl as well. Although. Uh, they lost, but he had to win. Did he win two games that that go round to get to the Super Bowl, or were they the the favorites? Who Garoppolo? Yeah, when they played, we still have to win two. Garoppolo has four playoff wins. Okay. He is he is one of the best records for an active quarterback in the playoffs. God, imagine that. All right, one and three. It's not Big Ben. He's retired, so you can't dump on him. And Cousins, I believe, is one and two, so he does not okay. qualify. Uh, this is it. there are two quarterbacks. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah. One of them I thought of right away, the other one to look up. So the, the, I thought when I read this question that it was about Dak Prescott. And it might be because he Ooh. is one and three in the playoffs. I thought about someone else, Breach. Oh, uh, well, I'm I'm gonna give do you want to you want me to yeah, give who? the other name or do you want to guess and I'll well, tell you the, guess. You know who it is, Debo? Yeah, I'm pretty confident because the first person I thought of was Lamar. Uh, and it is Lamar. So Lamar and Dak are the only two quarterbacks. Oh, that's right. Currently like the first have... two or three years of Lamar's career, everyone's like, well, they can't win a playoff game. And that, that's why they were, remember that at the halftime of the one of the playoff games, I think it's the Chargers that are calling for Joe Flacco to come back in. Yep. Either year one or year two. Okay, go ahead. Dang it. 
So, and so we don't know uh, who our buddy Dave is talking about, but I mean, either one of these two, and he's saying, should these guys be top tier quarterbacks if they can't win? But I do think he's talking about Lamar because you add in the part where he says, hey, has he been facing Brady, Mahomes, or Rodgers? Well, Dak lost to Aaron Rodgers once. Dak lost to Russell Wilson once. Dak lost to the team that eventually made it to the Super Bowl, the NFC once. And then that upset loss to the 49ers, whereas Lamar Jackson has lost to Phillip Rivers, the Titans, and... uh, so disrespectful. You can't even mention Ryan Tannehill's name. You just say the whole team. <laughs> the Titans. <laughs> That's Philip Rivers, Tannehill, and Josh Allen. All right. I, I get it. I understand the question. But let me ask you this. If you have a, a playoff team, would you rather have Lamar, the choice between Lamar or Dak to quarterback your team, or, or Kurt and Jimmy G? Out of those four, or what combo? Yeah, out of those four, you can have either Lamar or Dak, or you can. I have want Jimmy. Lamar or Dak. Yeah, and that's sort of where I'm. I'm at too. Um, and I get it. I know I, I talked about it on the last week with uh, Patrick Walker when we were talking about the running backs, how good Kirk Cousins is, and and the completion percentage and all that. I'm just not a huge fan. And Jimmy G, you just talked about his his record in the playoffs and how good it's been. Um, again, I'm not a huge fan in terms of him carrying a football team. I think Lamar and Dak give you. Uh, more opportunities to do that, even though their playoff record suggests otherwise. So I get what, what Dave Benton's saying, but it sounds like you you would rather have one of those quarterbacks as opposed to the other group. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I do think that Dave's talking about Lamar the more we read this question, and it is, you know, like, is Lamar a top-tier quarterback? We talked about uh, Cody Benjamin's top 10 QB rankings going to 2022 that we talked about in the podcast last week, and he had Lamar Jackson at number nine, and I think that is fair as far as where, if you had to pick a quarterback going into 2022, if you just had a quarterback draft where you pick the best guy for your team, you know, I don't think that Lamar's in the top five. And so I think that's a fair spot for him right now until he kind of proves he can get over that hump because he's been kind of a disaster in the postseason. I mean, Dak has had a couple good games. He threw three touchdown passes, threw for over 300 yards in that loss to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers just played lights out. I mean, that was an insane game where he hit the tight end on the sideline and the Mason Crosby hit that game-winning field goal. Um, you know, Dak couldn't have played much better in that game. But you look at Lamar, that first game against the Chargers, completes under 50% of his passes, uh, threw an interception, didn't really, you know, didn't run the ball well. I think he rushed for under 60 yards. Um the what game about, against, was Matthew Stafford higher on Cody's list than Lamar? Yeah, he was number eight. Lamar was nine. And what about uh, Derek Carr? Derek Carr was lower. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you have one game to win and you have a choice between Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, or Lamar Jackson, like, I don't know who I'm taking. Do you? Out of Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, and Dak? No, Lamar Jackson and uh, Matthew Stafford. You have one game to win. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it one game to win in the playoffs. It, it's just see the thing with Lamar though is that the defense is you know teams game plan during the regular season, but during the playoffs, it is you're breaking down every nuance in this quarterback's game. We've saw uh, Mike Brable did a great job. Lamar Jackson's faced him twice in the playoffs of slowing Lamar down in both those games. And the Ravens offense in four playoff games with Lamar is only averaging 10.7 points per game. 
And so it just seems like either Lamar gets worse or defenses are stepping up their game uh, when they're facing him in the postseason. And I don't know that I could take Lamar. if Out of Lamar and Matthew Stafford, if it's one game in the postseason, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm probably leaning Stafford. I'm leaning Stafford. I don't, I'm not comfortable yeah. with it, but I'm leaning Stafford. Yeah, and that's the point. It's, it's not easy. Who All right. you take? I'm not going to be the only one going out on the limb here. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. I think I'm leaning Lamar, and then I think like right behind him is Derek Carr. Uh, and that might be dangerous. I think. Well, I, what about Stafford? Out of Lamar and Stafford? Well, Stafford was going to be third on my list of among those three, so I think Stafford would be a little ways behind, too. Um, yeah, it's, it's not an easy choice. I mean, you want a list of quarterbacks who have more playoff wins than – Lamar. Hey, boy. Is it long? Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Jared Goff. Oh, boy. Blake Bortles. He actually played well in the playoffs that one time. Nick Foles. Mm. Got a I was just naming some guys that you wouldn't expect to be on the list. And, of course, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. All righty. That was Dave Benton. Thank you, Dave. That was actually... Breach was able to to figure out who you were talking about and focus the question for us, but thank you for putting it out there. All right, from Charge and Chuck on Twitter. I love how your two favorite teams, Brinson and Wilson, or Breach and Wilson, excuse me, are in the same division. If you both had to choose two different teams to be fans of that were also in the same division, which two teams would you choose? And we have to agree on the answer, and it can't be the Browns and the Ravens. So I'll start with the division. And you can tell me yay or nay if you want to if you want to start there. So, uh, eh, like AFC West, like I actually it's sort of like every team in that division. But I don't, like, yeah, I don't know if I want to if I want to pit teams against each other. What do you think about the AFC West? I mean, I feel like we could come up with something there where you like now the Broncos have Russell Wilson or yeah. I, All I right, I know what my team is. No, the AFC West is doable. All right, you, you can have the first pick. Who do you want? Uh, I mean, you know what? As somebody who's coming as a Bengals fan mentality, I am not going to take the surefire thing that wins all the time because I am i don't know what that's like. I don't want to experience that. I'm not ready for that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the scrappy underdog uh, who has never won a Super Bowl, and oh. there's only one team in the division that has never that's won a Super take. Bowl. So, right. Well, then we can't do the AFC West. They're out. I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, I don't want Russ Wilson. I don't try. Look, look, let's be real. I, I like Derek Carr. I don't like him enough to, to be like the, my favorite team in that division. And you know, the Chiefs are the Yankees, and it, it's just it's just too easy. Uh, All right, they're the Steelers. No, I, I wish they. I wish Steelers the Steelers can not taking the Chiefs because they're Come too on. good. All right, let's do. All right, let's do the NFC East. How about that? Can you go there? Yeah, I don't really like any teams in the NFC East. I don't want to <laughs> pick a team. All right, Debo's got the Eagles. I don't want to step on um, encroach on his territory. I mean, I could talk myself into being like a giant. Yeah, no, I how about how about the NFC West? Breach did have a full year as a Cowboys fan. Let's not forget. <laughs> Breach yeah. bought three thousand, but I'm yeah. firmly off the bandwagon. Sorry. All right, NFC West. Um, yeah, I can do that. And in fact, go ahead. You you can pick first again. I think I, there'll be a team left over that I'll take. You know, it's not going to be the Seahawks. I don't like. For me, it's either the Rams or the 49ers. Okay. 
Go ahead. I could take the plucky underdog again that doesn't have a Super Bowl and go with the Cardinals. Uh, I don't want to be a diehard Cardinals fan. <laughs> you know? Um, I'll, I'll take the 49ers. Okay. I think I'm going to take the, the Seahawks. Uh, All Russ, right. There we go. There's our Russ new is gone. So they're, they're and I can now join the ranks of the hipster Seahawks fans, including Spanky Wakeman, Sean Wagner McGuff, and lament the fact that Pete Carroll just runs the ball all the time. And I like the idea of, okay, what's this team? And I'll have plenty of this to, to figure out as a Steelers fan, but what does this team look like without the Hall of Fame quarterback in an incredibly tough division? So, yeah, I'll be Seahawks. You're going to be San Francisco. Hey, the Seahawks are really the Steelers of – the NFC right now. Yeah, you'd love to say that, wouldn't you? No, because the Steelers lost their quarterback. They're in an extremely tough division. Yeah, there's two things similarity. I just said. But they're yeah, not gonna little... they're not gonna win two football games. That's the difference. Two the Steelers, the Seahawks. <laughs> the Seahawks might. The Steelers, I don't <laughs> I don't think are. Would you rather have Mitch Trubisky, Kitty Pickett, Mason Rudolph, or Geno Smith and Drew Locke in that division? Not not Geno Smith and Drew Locke. <laughs> right. But yeah, you know, I mean, if you could look at it. Uh, with the glass half full approach, you, you can you can't enjoy the season if you're a Seahawks fan, but at least you you won't be surprised when things go sideways. I didn't uh, even pay attention, but I already have the helmets for the teams I picked. I'm already set, Wilson. Look at this. I'm a huge fan. I got my 49ers helmet. I got my Chargers helmet. I'm ready here, to hold, roll with hold my new the team. helmets. Hold the helmets close to the close enough to the uh, camera where it looks like it actually fits in your head. Your head has to be on the side. <laughs> A little close, right? Yeah, there you go. You got a tiny head. Let's do some forced perspective. There, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Perfect. You look just like Justin Herbert. Well done. All right, so we got our teams. San Francisco for Breach, who lived in the Bay Area for a few years before having to leave under the cover of darkness for reasons that he has yet to disclose. And I will be a Seahawks fan. Yeah, you want a fun fact, Wilson? I might I make, make this Twitter trivia sometime. Every helmet that I have behind me, there's a Chargers, the 49ers. You see the Bengals. There's a Raiders one. There's no Falcons one. Is there? There's Aha. a Falcons one. Yeah, I know the fun fact, but I won't reveal it. Uh, the, you do, did you know it now, or do you, did you realize it as I was pointing no, out? No, you told me before. And let's not forget about our Titans. The fun yeah, fact is that all the little helmets behind me actually have been like, why do you have a Falcons helmet? Well, it is because those are all the cities I have lived in in my life. So And, I just, and committed crimes. <laughs> yeah, that is a fun fact. Yes, the crime I committed was stealing the mini helmets. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's the would you rather, then we'll get out of here from the, the Wilson book of would you rather. That's it for the questions from you guys. Thank you very Wait, much. Wait, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, oh, there's one more. Wilson Pat Ball. Trying to cut off Pat Ball. From Facebook. Sorry, Sorry Pat. Pat. Yeah, my bad. It's an easy one, too. It's a quick one. Yeah, it is quick. Uh, here we go. What is the worst popular pizza topping? Now, I know... I can't remember where Brinson comes down on this one. The, the the answer that everyone says on social media, because people are stupid on social media, is pineapple. I love pineapple on pizza. Love it. Love it. So that's a terrible... Diva, where are you? You feel like you're a finicky eater. you okay with pineapple on pizza? A finicky eater? Are no, you? I'll, I'll eat anything. I like the oh, weird okay. stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm all the way down with pineapple on pizza. Okay, okay. Why do these people... Why is it disparaged Ooh. on the internet all the time? I don't it know. is delicious. People like to whinge about stuff. So I just Googled worst pizza toppings. And do you have one off the top of your head, Breach? Uh, see, it says what's the worst popular. So I don't know what qualifies as popular. I think a topping that I see on pizza a lot that I do not like and will not eat a pizza if this topping is on it is olives. Oh, 100%. I am not an olive person at all. Hate olives. I hate 
olives on anything, especially pizza. That too. ruins the pizza. If you want me to not eat some of your pizza, just put some olives on it. I will, a, I, I will eat something. I will go eat graham crackers instead of the pizza. Oh, I love graham crackers. That's a great call on olives. Though. I like olive oil. Don't like olives at oh, all. Goodness. Green or black olives. Debo, you okay with olives? Yeah, I mean, it's not at the top of my list, but I, I'll eat olives. That's messed up, man. Um, when I when you just order a pizza at home, what kind of pizza do you order, Breach? Just for you, if you're eating a whole pizza uh, by yourself, and shame. I'll get pineapple. <laughs> um, if I don't want my wife to eat any of it, I'll get jalapenos and sausage because she doesn't like spicy things. <laughs> so that way it's like claims the pizza for myself. So it just depends. But uh, yeah, I think probably pineapples and sausage just depending on the mood for red meat. Like, I just go cheese. Like, that's how boring sure. I am now. Yeah, I like cheese pizza. That's what you do at your age, man. That's... I know. But I do like pineapple is probably among my favorites. Uh, the seven worst pizza toppings, according to somewhere online, 2016. Spinach at number one, I guess. Like, you don't want cooked spinach on your pizza. That sounds, eh. that doesn't make any sense. Raw sliced tomatoes. That I mean, what's wrong? The, the whole pizza sauce is tomatoes. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Shrimp. What, I love shrimp on pizza. Really? You don't like shrimp on pizza? I uh, I will say I do not like any like type of fish or sea oh. creature type product on my pizzas. I don't want oh. tuna. I don't want shrimp. I don't want anchovies. If it lived no. in the sea at any point, I don't want that on my pizza. Will you eat shrimp by itself? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just want it on my pizza. Debo, shrimp? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Anchovies yeah. is the one that would probably leave my list where I'm just... That's the one I'm not really down with. Yeah. No, I think, yeah. I don't even know anyone. Debo's a secret Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And it's Michelangelo right there hitting on the anchovies. You mentioned the breach, and I think this is this feels like a no-brainer. Canned tuna. Like, you're going to take uh, Charlie, uh, tuna the sea, whatever it's called, and pour the tuna juice on the pizza? No, no it's gross. That makes, I just gagged my mouth. No, no, it's still not. All right, let's see what Artichokes are also gross. Yeah, I'm not an artichoke guy. I'm not a, uh eggplant guy. Like, I do not like uh, eggplant. Um. By itself or on pizza. What's your favorite topping, Debo, on pizza? I mean, I like a good like margarita pizza. Yeah, mm-hmm. Debo likes it simple and old school. That's healthy. That's a healthy. Hopefully, shape. on your birthday today, you're enjoying some Italian yeah. pizza, and not at the Toronto airport. <laughs> Wilson's going to start an international incident, complaining because yeah. they put. Olives on his pizza at Toronto Airport. <laughs> what if, uh, oh, by the way, do you know what the temperature is going to be in Italy next week, Breach? Uh, this weekend next week, 97. Oh, man. that's r- And you know why that's rough? Because it's most, not. <laughs> if you're not staying in a hotel, like if you're in Airbnb, most places don't have air conditioning. Oh, we got an Airbnb, and I won't tell you the town so people won't stalk me there, but we made sure it had air conditioning. So, Oh, man. All our Italian listeners are going to be trying to find out where Wilson's staying. This is like yep. the Beatles visiting America. This is Wilson the pick six podcast going to Italy. I'll be on a bunch of old man, old man tour. So come, come check it out and you'll probably see me passed out somewhere. All right. Would you rather, and then we'll, would you get out of here? All right. This is uh this will be interesting. I'll be interested to hear what Debo says about this. Cause this is something he has no, no familiarity with. All right. Breach Debo. Would you rather go to your high school reunion? And we'll say breach. You graduated a while ago. Let's say it's your 30th high school reunion. I don't think either of you, I know Debo hasn't, I don't think, Breach your, no, you're not. You're not close to thirty. Thirty is mine. Okay, so your thirtieth high school reunion, you'll be forty-eight. Go to your high school reunion, a multi-millionaire, but you're two hundred pounds overweight, or you're broke as all get out, but you are like in perfect shape. You look like Chris Hemsworth or whatever. 
my 30th reunion. Yeah, so you're 40. You know. uh, eat, I'm doing the millionaire thing easy. Easy. 200 uh, pounds. Am so I, you, are you single or are you married here? I don't have the details, but my fa- well, I, my point, I need those details. That's that. that my point that, is, you're five. Question. I'll give you five seven, and now instead of weighing one forty, you're three forty at five seven. I mean, how are you getting there? Look, Chariot? let me just uh, let me just tell you this: with my money, I'm a multimillionaire. Uh, I can hire a personal trainer the day after this reunion's over and get into shape and show up at the fortieth reunion if I'm so I haven't had a, haven't had a heart attack uh, and, and be cut for that one. But what <laughs> what about your uh, any concerns about the peer pressure of your of your high school chumps making fun of you for for looking the way you look? No, it's the old uh, million dollar man. Everyone has a price. I just pay like here's here's one hundred and fifty bucks if you punch yourself, and people <laughs> okay. people will do it. It's money. <laughs> uh, Diva, what are you doing? So I, Diva, if you if you gain two hundred pounds, you will weigh two hundred fifteen pounds. <laughs> right, right. I or, can't argue with a single thing that Breach just said. I'm I'm 100% team Breach on that. The thing is, I, I I'm thinking about this because I struggle, especially in the off season, with just sitting around chug stuffing stuffing like cookies in my face. And while clearly I'm not 200 pounds overweight, it's a, it's a chore. And the older you get, the harder it is to like keep the weight off if you're doing stupid stuff in terms of what you put in your body. Um, and I I would love to look like Chris Hemsworth without the hair. I mean, think about that. No, but nothing. you're but you're broke. I mean, like you have zero money in your bank account. How are you getting? You, you asked how the fat guy's getting there in a chariot. How are you getting there? Are you walking? Because if you're poor, you can't get an Uber or a Lyft, and you probably don't have a car because you're too poor to have a car. Are I'll you face, walking? I'll, I'll FaceTime in and, and with no shirt on, shut up my six pack. <laughs> and All say right. the, the party is at my house, and it's that way. <laughs> Flexing your muscles. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you just have. But God, how long is it gonna take to lose two hundred? You're not losing two hundred pounds in twelve months, though. No, I said Even in time if you're for your... Debo pre. I mean, Debo's in great shape. No, no, I said you do it in time for your 40th reunion. So you have 10 years. Oh, 10 years. Oh, yeah. Plenty of time again. It's just the stress you're putting on your organs, your joints. All right. I mean, money talks fixes a lot of that stress. All right, fair enough. All right, that's a wrap on the old uh, mailbag Monday. Uh, Brent's will be back at some point, I imagine. Hopefully, uh, we think. You, you will not hear from me for a while. Lord willing, and for good reasons, not for bad reasons. Um, Wilson, have fun in Italy. You going for two weeks? Ten days again, Lord Man, willing. Man, you won't be on this podcast for quite a while. Do you think I'll be back before Brinson? Maybe. It's 100% possible. Brinson goes on a week vacation and then shows up three weeks later, and now you're just like, you don't even question it because you just assume it's going to happen at this point. And he's mad at you that he had to come back so soon. <laughs> Wilson, you need to like, send a picture at least once a week so we can feature on the podcast. Okay, fair enough. Like like a postcard where we we look get an update on what Wilson's doing in Italy. Guess how hot it is where Wilson is today. (laughs) That's a game you can play. All right, sounds good. Talk to you guys on the flip side. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.